0: Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today we're going to tackle a hard one, when to terminate those of you sitting there and you uh, lead teams or you're responsible for employees, own the business, whatever it is, and you're thinking, should I terminate? Should I not terminate? Uh, Let's go through some really clear black and white reasons of why you should terminate and when you should terminate. Let's just say that a business owner, since I've been 26, so this is my 21st year in business, there's always going to come a time where you need to terminate somebody, but it doesn't make the process pleasant. It's something that for whatever reason is an innate thing in all of us that we hate firing an employee, but sometimes we need to. And of course, with the laws and regulations right now, it makes it quite difficult to get rid of an employee, even if they deserve it at times. So I really just want to discuss this and go through some really black and white times that you need to, you know, that there is a no-go zone that you do need to terminate. And hopefully this will help a lot of people. Yeah, because it's not an easy decision. There's a number of instances that you need to get right, especially when justifying firing an employee. Because you can get rid of somebody because of poor performance, bad, unethical behavior, et cetera, et cetera. But there is a process. There is a system. And one of the key things that Monaghan spoke about at our recent Emerging Leaders Breakfast is to exit people with dignity. And I really love that. Now, keeping that in mind, is that there's all different reasons to get rid of people, and I'm going to cover some black and white ones now. But try and exit people with dignity as best we can, and of course, with your dignity intact also. Let's go over some reasons. Of course, under sexual harassment, bullying, violence, or any safety issues, this is a big one. Of course, and some of these will change industry to industry. That's why it's very, very important that you have very strict induction codes, codes of behaviour, all the documentation that lines stuff out. So, with the stuff we're going to cover, that on the other other side is all of this stuff should be very clear in your contract, in your induction programs, and should be very clear in your handbooks, right? So first one, sexual harassment, bullying, violence, anything that really, really is a disregard for safety is obviously a black and white grounds for termination. If you're disobeying safety, workplace policies in the place, or you're bullying colleagues, and of course, there's processes in place, but this is the red flags, the black and whites, this person needs to be terminated. Drug or alcohol abuse or abuse on the job. Another big one. Of course, changes from industry to industry. So somebody that's a bartender might be okay to have a 0.03 or 0.05 reading because they're tasting alcohol or cocktails as they go, but obviously somebody working for Rio Tinto on a mine is a zero alcohol or driving a car, driving a bus for work, whatever it is, would be a zero alcohol. So again, taking into consideration what it is for your industry, but normally you'll find most industries is a zero tolerance to on-the-clock drug or alcohol usage. Three, unethical behaviour. It's things like falsifying company records, lying about work tasks, hiding information that's important, things that leads to disastrous public relations is a big one. So any unethical behaviour that leads to a disastrous position of the company is going to be grounds for firing and following the termination process. Damaging company property. another one. If it's damaging machinery, computers, office, of course, that's non-accidental. So the key there is identifying what's accidental and what's not accidental. That's a key one. Any sort of theft and stealing, and that's whether that's theft in the organisation, stealing from employees, from handbags. We've heard situations where people have gone into staff's lockers and taken stuff away. Of course, all the fireable offence, again, following process. Poor job performance. Now, this is a very clear, this is a very gray area, but very clear on process. If you are going to get somebody because of bad job performance. And it's not within the six months of you initially employing them because you've got a six month grace period. The employee can opt out or you can opt them out if they're not right. But after the six months, if you're going to get rid of someone because of poor job performance, then there is a process that you need to follow. And again, it varies from industry to industry and you have to have the right data and information, of course, because there's always two sides. It needs to protect the employer, but also needs to protect the employee so that good employees just can't be fired on poor performance because the manager doesn't like them and stuff like that. So, whilst poor performance in a job is a black and white reason to terminate, there is a process to follow and a whole heap of stuff stares. And it is less black and white than, say, catching somebody stealing that, again, is no gray area or he said, she said. Catching somebody stealing is instant termination versus a poor job performance. So, You need to really be across it. Excessive absence, another one. I've heard of stories where people are getting rid of people because they're constantly away. A lot harder now too with COVID, with health reasons, state government's changing legislation. But another one, whilst the reason is there, it is something that you need to really follow process, and this is where your, you know, consulting HR companies and firms reach out to them. IR HR hotlines. National Retail Association have an amazing hotline, and members of the Coffee Commune can use access that line free of charge. If you're a member at the Commune, we always say to people: if in doubt. Get on the phone to our IR and HR experts and ask for guidance, especially around excessive absence, especially around poor job performance. They're areas that you really need to start to look at if you're going to get rid of somebody. Right? Next one violating company policy. Now, I've seen this a lot. Oh, this violates the company policy. Well, well are the policies well-documented and do you have proof that your people have read them? A couple of things to be aware. Of. Make sure you've got the documents in place. Make sure you've got your induction programs. Make sure you've got your code of conducts. Make sure you've got everything, your behavior expectations and all the rest of it in your contracts. But then the second part to it is you have to make sure that you have proof that they've read that. So, that's why a lot of the processes are going digital. We use found you, we use GoOne. So, through the you, HR payroll system, we can tell, and they have to read and tick off. And through the Go One, they also sign off on that they've read the documents and done the courses we want them to. Because that's an important one. If you're going to violate someone against a company policy, one, you have to have policy in place. And two, you need to make sure that they have read and understood it. And the last one is downsizing, whether it's retrenchment, whatever it is, redundancy, but downsizing your organization. Again, there is a process. There are laws around this you need to engage. But the basic one is you cannot make somebody redundant and then go and employ somebody within a certain period of time to fill that job again. There are very, very clear mandates around redundancy and how you exit somebody. So the bottom line, whilst there's some reasons that are very clear when to terminate, there'll be a lot of reasons that will be subjective. And if they're subjective and you're not sure, then measure twice, cut once. In this case, get as much information around as possible so that when you cut the person, you've done it with grace, you've done it with humility, you've done it in good spirits as best as possible to the situation, but more importantly, when you terminate somebody, you have ticked all of the legalities and responsibilities and compliances because you don't want that to come back later because it's not good for the pocket meaning it costs money. It's not good for the time. More importantly, it's not good for your company brand. If you want to be an employer of choice, you don't want to be having issues down the track about terminating people for not the right reasons or the right process. You don't want to build that brand. So termination, I hope that's helped. But if in doubt, get out to the third parties, get onto the IRHR hotlines available like National Retail Association. There's all different ones or talk to your industrial relations lawyer or seek expert advice from many of the HR consulting firms. If you're not sure, reach out to us at the Coffee Commune and we can put you on. As I say, measure twice, cut once and get it right. Till next time, you've been listening to Phil De Bella. Be the best you can be and we look forward to tackling more issues down the track on flashcast by PDB.